0: We're live, we're live. Okay, so, hello, hello. Thank you for listening to this, for watching this, for joining me on this live stream. This is 10X Growth Conference Day Two Reflections by me, Aaron Dunn, sales coach, marketing consultant, podcast producer, Grant Cardone, licensee. This is my second day in Miami, Florida. Beautiful, beautiful weather. Uh, beautiful beautiful time wonderful amazing people at the 10x growth conference my first one and so today I'm gonna share my reflections on each speaker as well as the one-word reflection that I have for each person people were giving me props on those people enjoyed my one-word take on each of the speakers uh, for yesterday and so I'm gonna run through this list today was stacked with speakers Uh, Today started strong, ended even stronger, and uh, I'm just gonna go through the list here. I'm gonna talk about Elena Cardone, David Grootman, Swan Sit, Pete Vargas, Cindy Eckert, Tyrese Gibson, Brandon Dawson, Damon and Heather John, as well as Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger, amazing stuff, amazing stuff. So uh, I'm gonna just share some of my notes. Um, uh, I've been taking a page full of notes for each speaker um throughout Steve soap how you doing on Instagram um, I'm going live on Facebook um, my personal page strongcom with Aaron Dunn Facebook page strongcom with Aaron Dunn YouTube strongcom podcast communication community building how those two things build stronger company that's what this is all about and so uh yeah so uh follow subscribe all that kind of stuff i really appreciate you uh tuning in and and listening and i hope you get some value out of it uh, don't forget to like comment and engage this is what this is all about us becoming stronger together through our communication so uh day two 10x growth con here we go elena cardone kicked it off the wife of mr cardone and uh, i've only seen her listen to her speak a few times first time seeing her Uh, speak live and it was a real treat. Um, She flew off the cuff a little bit. Um, She had some bullet points and here they are. I'm going to share some bullet points that she shared with us. One, will this create or destroy your empire? So she has a book, How to Build an Empire. Takes the perspective of, you know, she takes the perspective of a wife of somebody like Grant Cardone, uh, the Grant Cardone, so uh, he's a very, I mean he's a force, right? He's an unstoppable force and uh, so what does that mean for the person that you know he sleeps with every night who's there all the time and so she talked about you know the value of being behind uh, that person Uh, of course you know she's a woman in the relationship but it could go either way. If you're a woman, you're a strong woman, you're, you're leaning forward into life and 10 xing yourself. What does that look for the man? Or if you're gay, you know what I mean? The other woman or the other man, whatever. Uh, and you know she talks about how to build an empire and with every action you take, you're either creating or destroying an empire. So take inventory of the actions you take and figure out whether or not you are building an empire, or destroying one with those actions. Very, very powerful point. Uh, find the one you trust was her second point. Um, you know, it's 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 not necessarily about the one that you love, because in relationships, in business, you know, it's got to have a foundation of trust for it to work for both parties. And so, it's absolutely imperative for you to find those trustworthy in uh, trustworthy relationships, those trustworthy people, people you can put your trust in when things go hard, when things get tough, when things get risky. And so it's imperative to have that. Of course, also we know that if we're gonna build a business, it's all gonna be built on the foundation of trust. So obviously you're gonna have to you know, put some trust in uh, whoever you're hiring, you're gonna have to put trust in you know, your client as well. Um, so that's another thing. Uh, become an asset to yourself so you know she talks a lot about that especially in her book she's kind of rolling through some uh, points in her book to to kind of kick it off and then she really moved into the powerful powerful point so like becoming an asset to yourself to you to your community to your partner it's absolutely critical to to uh, become an asset. That's what I've been working on for years since I moved to Tyler. I mean, it's been definitely an an evolution, a progression, Um, but you know, like how can I become, you know, someone that other people can trust to do a great job, count on, to connect with other people. And it, you know, regardless of if you're in, you know, Edgewood, Texas, which is where I'm from, uh, 2,000 people in your town, or Miami, Florida, wherever you know how whatever the population is is here you know it's huge so like how can you become an asset to your community to your business to the team that you lead how can you be or if you don't lead the team if you're just an employee how can you become an asset to the people that you work with every day because at the end of the day um we all need somebody to count on and if you're showing up and i can't count on you then you just need to not show up all right so uh, some powerful points there. Uh, thanks for joining, um, Justin Rosen. Thanks for Justin, Chase, True Life, Steven Soap. I appreciate you sharing that you trust me. I trust you, man. I hope you're doing well. Do you still have that motorcycle? That thing was bad to the bone. It looked like Tron, and that was years ago. Anyway, uh, to close up you know Elena's cardone before we moved on uh, to, to the next speaker, because I got a lot of speakers to, to go through. Uh, it would be you know, the, the top takeaway from Elena was to be a badass. Being a badass is a priority. Being a badass is a priority, and that doesn't mean uh, that you are a jerk. That doesn't mean that you're an asshole. It means you are a bad-to-the-bone person. You're like the, the David Bourne. You're uh, you know Charlize Theron from uh, that Quentin Tarantino movie. You are John Wick. You are able to get into the building and when people get into the building, or when you get into the building, other people take notice to the degree that you go, oh, that guy's a badass. That gal is a badass. You're about to, you know, you influence the room with your influence when you walk in. And how important that is to have the stature, to walk tall, to to really be a intimidating person what she said to be intimidating and like it has a negative connotation to be intimidating but the definition there is formidable formidably impressive person tough that that is like a definition of being a badass but to be an intimidating person and to be intimidating is not necessarily something to always take as a, as a negative tone, but because like, I think back to like top salespeople that I have interacted with bosses in my, in my work history, like some of the kindest people I've ever met have always been, or like the, the top people, right? The, the owners, the business owners, they're intimidating because they walk in and they move things. They make other people move. They make people's uh, with the quickness. They, they get people, you know, moving with quickness uh, because of just who they are and you know that, oh, my game has to level up because this person entered the room. Isn't that the person that you want to be? That's the person that I want to be. And so really, really enjoyed that. Elena Cardone, wonderful, wonderful talk. Uh, Badass is her one word reflection. That's what I'm going to take away. I'm going to put that in my pocket and walk in to tomorrow to the next hour, to the next minute, with that attitude in mind. So, uh, David Grootman was next. David Grootman, if you don't know him, he is the person behind the scenes of Live nightclub, Komodo nightclub here in Miami. Lots of the top nightclubs that celebrities, influencers, top people go to. Um, and you know he's made quite the name for himself because of that. Uh, has lots and lots of connections within the entertainment and music I- uh, industry uh, because he takes care of folks in the hospitality arena, whether it's bars, nightclubs, hotels, what have you. And he's been a speaker on 10X GrowthCon stages in the past. It was good to see him. He was in and out because he was like jet setting to go see some important people that he knows, but he upheld his commitment uh, to Grant and the Cardone, the 10X community. Um, but you know, a takeaway from him, takeaway from him that I did enjoy was he talked about you know you do by dominating. If you're going to do something, you should just take the approach that you're going to dominate it, whatever it is, uh, like an athlete. And like he's surrounded by athletes all the time. He's surrounded by high achievers, high performers, and so you know he takes that into his own game. Uh, of like, well, you know, if I was going to perform like a LeBron James of hospitality, what, that, what would that look like? Uh, he also talked about creating safety, safe environments, um, you know, shielding, you know, when, 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 when these top performers, these high-profile people come into his doors, how can I protect this person and make them feel the safe, the safety, the security that they have their best interest at heart and they're not going to allow um you know the press the 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 what do you call paparazzi um take advantage of them at their vulnerable moments if they've you know partied till 4 a.m or what have you so um you know that's that's true service there uh to protect those um that you know you're that are giving you their trust. I thought that was great. And then one really powerful quote that he shared was, if you take it personal, you will be successful. So of course, in the hospitality industry, you got to take it personal. You got to take it personal. Everything, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to be at the hotel that I'm at, um, because I felt like I've gotten some personal service from them. I mean, you know, they, they've, they've greeted me with my name. Um, they've helped me out on a few different things. Uh, they, 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 you know, I, 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 I made a request and they said, Hey, I'll call you back at this time tomorrow. And it was like late in the day. And sure enough, they did that. So like, you know, it was a personal experience and he brought that home with that quote. If you take it personal, you will be successful because you know, that is the true nature of customer service. It's solving problems. It's taking, uh, you know, the interest of whoever is across from you to heart and making sure that they are taken care of. So um, really, you know, I, I enjoyed him. It was, it was like quick, it was in and out. And uh, you know, we went on to the next one which was a brand new person that I had never met. David Grootman's one word reflection here uh, for this evening is personal. Personal, take it personal um and so number three the third speaker swan seat swan seat so i didn't know her um uh, you know coming into this i had no idea who she was but she has rose to greater prominence she's definitely a uh accomplished person she lives in the co- corporate world she, she works at the corporate world uh for elizabeth arden um Uh, she's worked with a lot of beauty and uh, makeup brands and uh, she is the person that helped turn around Elizabeth Arden which is a historical makeup brand of some sort and really rebrand them reintroduce them to the younger markets and the way that she did that was through content marketing something I'm very passionate about love helping people with and uh, she did that through you know personalizing the brand uh, to the degree that it would connect with their target demo the person the people that they were looking to connect with which is younger women Elizabeth Arden was old stodgy not you know kind of a dinosaur and she breathed life into that brand she's risen to prominence here recently because she's got 2.7 million followers on Clubhouse a app that I'm not on unfortunately because I'm a Android user, I gotta buy an iPhone, I guess. Um, but she's on Clubhouse, hosts lots of things. You can tell that this person Swan is very, very smart, very learned, and very, very um, intellectual. Uh, just the way that she structured her conversation, it's like a fireside chat uh, um, for for half of these, I would say, and uh, probably the best format I would say uh, for this type of event. You know, speakers are great. Um, but, you know, one thing to credit the Cardone, uh, the Cardone team on is the sequencing of all these speakers have been just absolutely perfect for these two days. Um, there's ebbs, there's flows, there's emotion, there's, you know, there's laughs, there's serious business. Um, so props to them. Uh, one thing about Elena's, uh, the first speaker, you know, she, she really, um, you know, she was vulnerable in a lot of a lot of places and that was um a refreshing thing to see uh within this 10x growth con context because so much about 10x is like the power the urgency the confidence and so elena you know bringing an in in this second day of talking about the struggles that she you know faced the pressure that she faced the 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 you know self-doubt almost uh, yeah, truly self doubt that she had when she was um, doing her real estate license here recently within 30 days, so she could, you know, uh, talk about it for the 10x GrowthCon stage um, was something very relatable that I think a lot of people can relate to. And it's, it's so great to see somebody that's still willing to learn, do new things, challenge themselves. So, anyway, I know I'm kind of backtracking, but Swanseat. Um, she said some some really great things like, you know, when other people zig, you should zag. So in marketing, you know, you should, you know, when, when people are doing a thing one way, the only way to stand out is to stand out. Uh, rapper Danny Brown, I, I, I you know, have, have embedded this into my memory because I, I listened to uh, Danny Brown's rapper. Anyway, he said, you know, sometimes, you know, What I figured out, they were talking to him when he first rose to prominence on the XXL magazine a few years back, they are like, you know, uh, he said, he said, man, you know, when you, when you want to get out the hood, you got to do some out the hood type of shit. And he was, you know, he's an eccentric character. And that's kind of what she's talking about with the zigzag type of philosophy. You got to do something different. And her example was that they took Liz Arden. She said, what if Liz Arden had an Instagram? what would that look like? And so instead of promoting uh, makeup on a counter or what have you, she talked about how she turned it into a lifestyle brand of like, what would Liz Arden take photos of uh, as somebody who is, you know, in the makeup scene, the, the beauty scene uh, and what have you, which is very relatable to those uh, people that they're targeting to um, who are interested and uh, looking to connect with. Uh, another thing that I talk about all the time that I definitely share with Swan and you know, any good marketing uh, marketer would, would be the connection on values. So like, what are the values of your target audience? And you should map your content, you should map your messaging, your communications with those values really big on that really big on that and that's what strong com communication community building community is all centered around values and so if you want to build an audience a community of people then you really got to know what do what do my customers potential customers people i want to connect with value what are their values? What are those things that make their heart sing? As she said, Swan said that, like what's what's gonna make their heart sing? And I thought that was a, a beautiful way to frame that. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. To, to, to wrap this up a little quick, she said 10X means to her impact. And that's her one word that I, uh, one word reflection that I'm just gonna take home from her is impact. So like every marketing Thing that you do should have some sort of impact. How are we impacting the culture? She referenced uh, Nike. I think she's worked with Nike. And uh, she, she yeah, she, she worked with Nike on their campaign um, called uh, Something Crazy, Something Crazy. What is it called? Dream Crazy uh, with Colin Kaepernick and a lot of other uh, black. Uh, athletes um, during that time and she said that they looked at the culture she said that really Nike's a marketing company more so than a sneaker brand and and they looked at what was happening uh, in the nation and they said you know what can we do to start a conversation around what people are pretty much already conversating about so they enter they entered the conversation they entered a existing conversation and to her perspective, did not lend any sort of opinion on the conversation that was happening about injustices within um, the the you know uh, racism and, and things like that. Um, they did it their own way, uh, from her point of view. But like, how can we amplify this conversation to a degree, and then insert ourselves into this conversation and create a conversation uh, that is Kicked off that is inspired by our brand. And that is just a powerful, powerful takeaway of just like, what are you doing as a marketer or as a business owner um, that is entering in existing conversations to shift the attention where you'd like it to go? You know, how are you entering conversations? How are you enter, entering conversations? What conversations are you starting within the culture and how does that map to your brand? Like, How can you do that in a tactful way? Jeremy Farr, he's watching 10X GrowthCon on IG. Thanks for joining the stream, man. Um, so, uh, Swansea, she was really good. Uh, I've got a good page of notes uh, from her. Uh, let's see, number four, Pete Vargas. I've seen this guy talk uh, a few times. He's a 10X GrowthCon alumni, you could say, and uh, he's always got an interesting He's just got a he's just got a style, man. He's got a good style. He's got—he's—he's he's got a passion, uh, as you can tell, to just connect with people and help others. And um, he's definitely a—he's um, a—he's a stand-up guy, and his content is great. Um, so he shared three components, uh, three core components, three strategies. Um, and you know, as somebody who's passionate about communication, I, I definitely resonated with these and uh, really loved it. So, one, world-class communicator. You have to, if you wanna be successful in business, if you wanna be successful at all, period, really, you've gotta be a world-class communicator. You know, you're only, you know, the quality of your life is gonna be dictated by the quality of your conversations. And, uh, you know, being a world-class communicator is what's going to help you in your life. Like, to the degree you communicate, is the degree, you know, the quality of your communication is going to dictate the quality of your life. I mean, the better I communicate, either, you know, leveraging technology to do so, connecting with somebody in person, uh, asking the right questions, um, listening, the better you communicate, the better conversations you're going to have, the better conversations you're going to have, the better quality people you're going to be able to connect with. So. Uh, he talked a lot about that shared his story braid framework uh, which is pretty easy to get, uh, get a handle on um, as far as you know if you wanted to dive deeper into it but it's heart head hands heart connect with the heart uh, three to five critical steps with the story about like from from kinda of your origin or your you know what what how can I relate to you in our communication and then from there Uh, take it to kind of a step-by-step logical framework, and then hands, which would be a call to action, and then wrap it right back up into the heart of like a relatable kind of point a memory story is what he calls. So story break framework, great framework for communication, any kind of talk. Uh, He talked about other people's stages. He's like, he's got a whole business based on helping people get on other people's, what he calls stages, which would be. Webinars, podcasts, what have you. And then he talked about building your own stages, which is his new kind of deal, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, building, you know, how are you, what, what is your platform for, for communication? So right now, like, you know, I'm going live on this and that and the other thing, I'm recording a podcast. What is your stage? What are you doing to help others better connect with you in this technological age of hybrid Uh, events you know so like you can't always get together with people or you know we have the power we have the technology and it's all pretty affordable Um, so he's just talking about like how can you best leverage technology to connect with other people and get your message across to others and connect with others across the globe so uh, Pete Vargas one word reflection for Pete Vargas would be connection and uh, he does that really well. So uh, the next person was Cindy Eckert, and I didn't know much about her. I think I've heard her story a little bit. Cindy Eckert, I've got a good amount of notes from her. She was a great personality, fantastic, fantastic. And uh, her one word reflection, my one word reflection from her would be power, power. She came out in a pink jacket, Referenced Pink multiple, multiple times. The reason that she did that is one, she's a woman, and then two, she sold her business, uh, which was developing a uh, the female Viagra. Essentially, they never name dropped. They never n- dropped the name of whatever that product was. Uh, so if you know it, leave a comment. But like, uh, she, she 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 created the female Viagra because she saw an opening in that market and knew that you know the, the male sexual performance like Viagra and all the other things, Cialis and whatever the other ones are, um, is a like, billion, multi-billion dollar uh, industry and there's no version for a woman so she set out to create one and she ended up selling that business for a billion dollars. So definitely somebody who's making some moves um, and she had some great stuff, so like just taking the road less traveled, you know, seeing the, seeing the opportunity out there. Uh, she sold it for a billion and had 35 employees, which is just an inspiring point. And um, she now invests in uh, female-founded or female-focused companies. She's all about the power of the woman, and uh, she's definitely proud of that, And as she should be um she eventually bought the she she eventually bought the well sued the company for not putting out the product when they when she's that suing the company that she sold the product to her company to her company for a billion dollars you get you get the idea it's been a long day folks um she sued them because they never came out with the with the product and won and got the business back. So she not only did she sell it for a billion dollars, but she got it back for free. And uh, again, power, power. So um, she talked about the core characteristics of a successful person. I'm going to share those with you. Are you curious? Are you curious about things? Are you curious? Uh, are you an owner? like do you do you not only own a business but like do you own your failures do you own your successes relentless resilient kind of one and the same but she's just like relentless like obviously she is so mission driven that she's like i want this product out into the world of course i want to be you know i also want <laughs> i want to be you know she wants to be a billion she wanted a billion dollars for it she knew that but even more so than that she wanted to see her vision into completion and so she's relentless in that in that pursuit and then exceptional nobody gets there alone she talked about you know the power of having a a good strong core team um, she also shared the six the six things she looks for in her employees when she's hiring which would be an owner through and through owner ownership like just making sure that they have a ownership mentality and she equips, uh, her employees with equity in the business. Um, boldness, quirkiness, being an individual. She, she talked about boldness, but then quirky. She said, you know, being an individual, being yourself. And this is a common theme through just about everybody that's been on the stage is just this on this idea of not this idea, but this truth of, Being you, being you, not Grant Cardone, not Cindy Eckert, not Pete Vargas, not Swansea, but being you and taking these takeaways, taking their experience and seeing how it maps to your life, where you are right now, and seeing how you can take that and implement it into action. And so uh, just something that I'm kind of also taking inventory of, of saying like, what is me fully... Fully expressed. Who who is Aaron Dunn? Fully expressed uh, in an authentic way. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Learning. She asks uh, when when she's hiring. Learning person needs to be a, a learning individual. Family uh, making a you know close connections and drawing people close as far as like really taking care of others uh, in your organization and appreciative, making sure that. Everybody around her is appreciative of the opportunities that she has. Um, So, yeah, being a disruptor, she talks about like, she likes being a rule breaker, a risk taker. That's why she's, you know, one word reflection power. It's just like, you know, having that, that attitude, having that, you know, approach of saying, you know, I'm, you know, I I like to say this, this this is my quote, um, you don't wait for our responsibility. You take it. You take responsibility, and so she's taking responsibility for her own her own success, and you know she takes responsibility, and she's not afraid. She's courageous. So Cindy Ecker, really good one. Enjoyed it. Uh, then it went into Tyrese Gibson, which uh, you know you know him from like too fast you, you know Fast and Furious. Uh, He was a singer, entertainer, I mean, just all around, um, you know, entertaining guy. And that was definitely on in spades for this, uh, you know, for his conversation with Grant. Uh, Really, really great conversation. Perfect, again, pacing uh, for this event Uh, after, you know, Pete Vargas' presentation and kind of pitch and then Cindy Eckert talking about, you know, just serious, relentless business um Tyrese kind of broke the ice a little bit uh, with you know humor and personality and that was really great but he was also very very powerful um, talked about his experiences as a black man in the entertainment industry and a black man in the world in general and being you know growing growing up with the narrative that many uh, black people or people of color do uh, in saying that you know a narrative is placed upon you and that does go for everybody but especially you know particularly for uh, people of color there's like a particular narrative that is placed on people uh through you know what you know the world has has given us thus far and he says you know he talked about this is my one word reflection for him audacity and he said having the audacity to say no. That is not the narrative that I'm going to ingrain into my life and live out. No. I'm going to push back against that and say why can't I have the plane, you know, the private jet? Why can't I own the business? Why can't I start my own production company, be independent? Why can't I be a movie star? Why, You know, having the audacity to push against what the narrative is in the pursuit of being that authentic self. Again, we come back to that. And so that was, that was really, really great and strong. He talked about the power of vision and that visions are physical. And I love this. Uh, this comes, I mean, this is, this is ancient wisdom in some respects. Uh, if you've ever read, um, if you've ever read Think and Grow Rich, uh, he talks about this concept of making visions physical. He, he calls it something else, but uh, Napoleon Hill does. Uh, but like, bringing physicality to your vision. So what does that look like? I mean, I'm literally wearing a shirt that looks exactly like the backgrounds that I use in all my branding material. And I did that for the previous video for day one. And the reason I bought it is because it looks like my brand. I mean, this is my brand, right? And so like my vision is becoming realized in the physical presence. And that's why I do it. I, I tend to like to wear white, black, blue, You know, it just it draws my eye, but also I want to manifest what I have created in various parts of my life. Whether that is through my speech to your eardrums, uh, through my you know my physical presence. You know, I gotta I gotta work on my strength a little bit. I gotta get my biceps up so strong. Calm really comes through. Uh, But like, how are you bringing your vision into the physical world? He he said that. You know, he has, a, he has a poster, he has a magazine created or a picture or something like that about it with him on the cover of Forbes magazine saying his particular company is like a billion dollar company. You know, it's just manifestation of a vision and uh, keeping that in front of you. So how important it is to have a totem, a touchstone, a something uh, that allows you, gives you the, 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 the clear physical picture of the vision that you wish to manifest for yourself. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Um, really good. Really good. It was a great conversation. It was a great conversation. Um, here's this. He, here's a. Here's a great one. Here's a great one. People wonder why they're not successful. This is a. You know. This is a quote. People wonder why they're not successful but you're busy but you're busy sharing your dreams with their biggest hater mm. Mm. so people wonder why they're not successful but they're busy sharing their dreams with their biggest haters and uh, i think that's really really powerful so it's like understanding like the people around you influence the life that you're going to live and you know it's really important to have people in your corner that Understand your vision or at least if they don't understand it support it and 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 how like I think about this as well as in the context of like How damaging it can be if we are our own biggest hater? Can't happen. We can't let that happen. And this is why Grant always encourages Everyone to promote themselves because nobody else is going to promote yourself like you can promote yourself and so we should really reach in, we should really step forward with confidence and courage to promote ourselves, not like from an ego perspective, not from a perspective of look how great I am, but from a perspective of I believe in myself and I believe what I can do for others and now I'm going to share it with you which is really powerful. And Tyrese just kind of echoed that thought of just like, don't, don't waste time talking to non-believers. Don't waste time trying to sell yourself or your, whatever you're trying to do, get buy-in from people who are just haters anyway. Powerful stuff. So 10 X, uh, 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 not 10 X, but, um, one word reflection for Tyree Skipson was audacity. Approaching things with aud- the audacity, having the audacity to say, yeah, I am going to put myself on the cover of Forbes magazine, like he said uh, that he did. You know, like that's kind of just crazy. Uh, he was like swagged out in like a really nice suit, uh, had like an accessory, like a, a foxtail or something like that, and Grant was uh, giving him heck for it. And uh, that was a funny part of the show or, you know, funny part of the conversation. But also that's another example of his audaciousness to say, yeah, I'm swagged. I think about Cam Newton, also an NFL player who's been known for his fashion decisions. Like that's audacity. Like like you have the audacity to show up and show out. Peacock. Peacock yourself. And, uh, you know, what's wrong with that if you are being true to who you are? and representing who you are in that way, bringing your vision into the physical. Tyrese Gibson, one of my favorite speakers from today. Um, then it went to uh, Brandon Dawson. Brandon Dawson, you should follow this guy. Brandon Dawson is just a smart, smart person, scaling expert with Cardone Ventures. He's got it figured out, man. He's got it figured out, and he was just kicking off success story after success story after success story. Um, excuse me. Excuse <coughs> me. Sorry, podcast folks. I might edit that out. I might not. Anyway, uh, I need some water. But um, Brandon Dawson uh, came on and he was just talking about, you know, so like Brandon is fantastic, scaling expert, business partner with Grant, and he helps businesses get from, uh, you know, one to five million, from five to 10, you know, to five to 15, 15 to 25, 25 to 45. And he's got it all mapped out as far as like what needs to happen at each stage of the business, what he calls breakpoints. points. And um, he just kind of shared some insights on that. Um, here, like he, he shared some graphs. I can't do it visually here for you, but uh, he talks about like why, why businesses fail. An external reason being guidance and advice. Uh, and there's, there's a pool there an external reason why businesses fail would be guidance and advice. And there's a pull like people are pulling back, people are pulling back. An internal one, uh, why businesses fail would be the knowledge and expertise. And that leads to indecision. And then a philosophical one would be the belief and mindset, which causes insecurity. And then he flipped it to why businesses are successful. The external being mentorship. So, there's mentorship. Instead of, you know, uh, a pulling away, there's an actual mentorship, a relationship where the mentor leans in and uh, gives guidance. Uh, An internal reason why businesses have success would be decisiveness. And so, uh, you know, that leads to, you know, that's the inverse of indecision. And then a philosophical reason why businesses have success it would be confidence so the belief in the mindset is there and so there is confidence and then he kind of wrapped that up into drafting off of somebody else so like you know why reinvent the wheel when you can just draft off somebody else like seeing what successful people do and replicating that doing that so he shared um many of his other um strategies and concepts, um, mental models, acronyms, and things, and uh, I highly encourage you to just check them out because you will learn something every time this man speaks, um, and so uh, he was really, really great. Let's see, let's see, so then, then, first surprise of the day, I think, was it a surprise? Yeah, this was a surprise, I think it was the first one. First surprise of the day, which was Damon John and Heather John. So, this was unique to this growth conference. I don't think he's ever done this before, Grant, um, in that it was a four person panel between Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, husband and wife, and Damon John and his wife, Heather John. And they talked about the relationship between, uh, you know, they, they kind of did a compare contrast, shared their own life experience of, you know, being married. Uh, and like what each person experiences from their particular role in the relationship. Dan Goots joined. Thanks for joining, man. And Vladimir uh, G Holmes. Oh, I met you today. What's up, man? Um, so the um, this was a really good panel. I don't have a lot of notes from it, but I did take a lot out of it. It was just really interesting. And it was it was refreshing to hear you know, top performers, they don't always have it figured out, you know what I mean? And like, it was a relatable moment in that, you know, I know that there was a lot of people in that room that could relate to, you know, the issues, the, 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 the tensions, the conversations that happen from, you know, the perspective of driven individuals, people who are making some stuff happen, like Grant or Damon, top high profile folks that have a lot going on, and then their significant others, and how that impacts them in their daily life and their relationship. So there was yeah, like plenty of takeaways there. Um, I didn't write a lot of notes because I was just like, boom, engaged. Um, but they were just talking about how like you know just it, it was just like a really refreshing moment of just like man, this happens to everybody and it doesn't go away. It's just like how you kind of handle it. And uh, they talked about like, you know, just speak. Just, you know, just speak and 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 we can figure it out. Like having the openness of in, in conversation. Um, they talked about corrections, like when something happens between you and your significant other, and like you don't want that to happen. Like you don't want it to go that way in the moment, like in a you know dinner conversation or something like that. It's like I wish you wouldn't have done that. Like how does that how does that conversation take place after the fact without hurting the other person's feelings and keeping things clear and understand, you know what I mean? Uh, without like causing a big issue, but also staying true to who you are and, 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 and like retaining the strength of the relationship, which is like a powerful question that does not come up, um, often enough. And, uh, one thing that I think it was Heather John that said, like, this isn't a deal breaker, but I would appreciate it if. And like, that was just kind of like a word track that, you know, I, it was one of the Johns, Damon, John, or, uh, Heather that, that mentioned that. And it's just like a way of like, you know, softening what that is, but also communicating, you know, what is important to, uh, that particular person. So like, Hey, this is not, a deal. it's not a big deal or anything like that, but I would appreciate it if, you know, you said it this particular way. And of course timing is always important and, uh, all that kind of stuff, but uh, thought that this conversation and this idea that uh, Grant had to, you know, bring on the spouses and have a candid conversation about the struggles that they go through uh, was really, really just a powerful point. And then, the last surprise of the evening that kept us a little bit later today to squeeze in, oh, I'm sorry guys and gals, Brandon Dawson, one word reflection, clarity, Damon John and Heather John this uh this the the one word reflection for this experience was charge and i I thought about this for you know a few minutes before coming on here and i i I selected charge uh within you know like a like the metaphor of a uh battery cynthia what's up i'm going live you know uh met her at uh 10x growth so um charge so I talked about charge because I selected that one word reflection for Damon and Heather John charge because I think about it uh, like a battery okay so in a relationship you've you, you've got you've got two people okay and then with a battery you've got two sides of a battery you've got a positive charge and a negative charge and they're both equally important it's not like negative in the context of like positivity and negativity it's charges okay and so like, you know, it takes both to make it work. And something that Elena had said at the top of the, at the top of the day, and she reiterated within uh, this fireside chat type thing was that, you know, each person has a role to play. It's not about like woman, man, or woman, woman, man, man. It's not about that. It's about, what is the role that you're going to play because you're going to play that role the best because of your strengths and your weaknesses because of your experience because of your vision and uh your your you know what your ambitions are and so charge came to mind for me as a one-word reflection for this conversation of just like okay so what is the charge in my role in this relationship what's the charge in their role in, in 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 this relationship like what does that look like? What is the role? What is the strength and weakness? And how can we kind of yin-yang it and uh, make this work and make it fit so that we power each other and we power the operation, the vehicle that we're looking to, to do, okay? And then, here's the last one. I appreciate you listening. If you went all the way through, you're a strong individual because of it. Uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Grant Cardone got Tommy Hilfiger to show up um, for free and give a conversation uh, with Grant. They had a great conversation. It was a powerful one just because Tommy Hilfiger, man. I mean, like, dang. I remember when I was a kid growing up in middle school, there was a select number of students who had Tommy Hilfiger, and I was not one of them because them shirts were expensive back in the day. And, uh, you know, my mom and dad, they, you know, we got that Walmart special. And so Tommy Hilfiger was there. Uh, you know, like, he doesn't, you know, he's not in the popular culture so much uh, these days. People don't really talk about him very much. So it was, it was, it was great to, to see him come about. A uh, one-word reflection for him was icon. And I think Grant said it. You know, he he said it here, he is truly an icon in the fashion industry and uh, rightfully so. And so he started his business with 150 bucks, buying bell-bottom jeans and flipped them. Started his first uh, shop, clothing shop at 18 and uh, they did $10 billion last year, has 2,000 stores. He said, there's two words that I ask my team every single day and that's what's next. And it's just like, I mean, this guy is, like, old. I don't know how old he is. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How old is Tommy Hilfiger? How old is Tommy Hilfiger? Tommy Hilfiger 69 years old, okay? And he's still asking, what's next? What what are we going to do now? Grant said that uh, he met him at his house a few Saturdays ago, and they were working on that Saturday. And it's just like, it just goes to show you that, like, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, some people just don't stop. And it's not because they're just not like, they're, they're not, it's not greed. It's just like passion, persistence, obsession with increase, with potential, with I can do this. I can keep doing this and I love doing this. And that's just an inspiring, encouraging, motivating thing. So uh, I am the Diva. Thanks for joining the stream. Um, so that was that was really powerful Uh, just his presence is powerful Uh, knowing that he is you know just such an icon he said his brand stands for fame Uh, if you know me you know that I'm a sucker for an acronym and so fame to him is fashion art entertainment and yeah fashion art music entertainment yeah fashion art music entertainment my brand stands for fame fashion art music entertainment and then he also threw in sports in there too so but uh like i thought that was just really interesting insight i do not I, I didn't know that i don't know how often he shares it but um i thought that was really cool just like you know this is what my brand stands for and how powerful it is when you can say what it stands for and how that kind of just you know encapsulates like his scope of thinking when he thinks about his brand. And like, you know, he's continually doing the brand extension and that can be dangerous territory, but he does it with quality to retain the Tommy Hilfiger name and prowess that it has throughout the world. Um, He says you have to connect with emotion with the customer. Um, And you think about, you know, those those aforementioned in the acronym fashion art music entertainment i mean that's all emotion um, that is uh, that's within the brand Uh, talked about the importance of cash flow Uh, talked about the power of vision picturing yourself being successful how powerful that is Uh, taking advantage of every opportunity Uh, talked about like people you know doubting him and saying that, like, nobody's gonna wear a logo. Um, You know, in his early days, in 1986, everybody was telling him that, that, like, nobody's gonna willingly wear somebody else's logo. And uh, we saw how that turned out. And so, you know, it was just powerful to be in the room with Tommy Hilfiger, to, like, think about, like, okay, like, like, dang, am I thinking big enough with my brand as far as, like, what strong com means and what that looks like, you know, to its fullest extent, and, like, what, Other brand is more 10x than Hillfigure, you know? Like, that is truly 10x. And that, like, everybody knows what and who Tommy Hillfigure is, even though the brand hasn't had a name beside it for so long. And uh, so that was really powerful. Another powerful thing that came out of that conversation was the fact that he was paying attention to the conversations that were happening prior to him going on stage. And he listened to Brandon Dawson and, uh, Brandon Dawson's got, you know, like I said, everything kind of figured out as far as the systems to put in place. And, uh, he shared, you know, slides, like I had said, and Tommy Hilfiger said, man, if I was in this room, I would, I would look at that chart that you put up there and I would write every single one of those down and I would go execute on them. And like, to have the most, one of the most powerful brands in the world, essentially co-sign, you know what Grant's doing for other people's businesses. Powerful stuff, uh, for 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 Cardone Enterprises. Absolutely, and he called it. He went as far to say, "It's the yellow brick road." That's the yellow brick road, which I just thought was outrageously awesome, because like. If you think about it, like, if Tommy Hilfiger said, I got the yellow brick rolled of business plans for you, um, how much do you think that's gonna cost? Probably not cheap, and that's not not saying, you know, 10X360, which is Cardone's uh, deal, uh, Cardone Ventures, Brandon Dawson's uh, program that he was, you know, selling, Um, but it's a fraction. (laughs) It's a fraction of what the power could be, you know, the, the impact that it can have on a business and uh, you know, that's, that's really powerful. So, uh, you know, my one word, my one word reflection was uh, for Tommy Hilfiger was uh, icon and like, man, do I think about branding? Do I think about building brands to the degree that I'm gonna create an icon? And it's like, man, no, but I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna now. Like, how can I make it iconic? you know how can I make the brands that I work with the people that I help iconic and that is the intensity do you have the audacity to make your brand iconic and that is something that we need to work with that is something to work with you know and uh, so that's just powerful insight there powerful powerful insight so 10x growth Con day two. absolutely fantastic event definitely increases your think what you think is possible and uh, connect you with some amazing people. Continue to meet new people every single day, people who are willing to have the conversations about money, about personal growth, about struggle, about failure, about breakthroughs, about uh, what's possible, what's next, and you know, doing it. Uh, that is also, always, always, always the room that I wanna be in, and I'm very, very thankful for the opportunity to take a few days uh, at the top of the year to really you know bring it all back uh, to those that I work the closest with um, you know I'm, I'm fortunate to be able to do that and it's a it's the reason that I do these things It's the reason that I'm live tonight at 10 30 my time it's the reason um, that I uh, continue to to push through and pursue and to, um, to 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 do the work that I do because I see the evidence I see the results that happen, not only for others, but in the implementation of these principles, these notes. Like if you don't do anything, like read down below what these one word reflections are and just start there of like, how can you make your thing, whatever you're doing, that much more, I'll run through it. Badass, personal impactful connecting connected powerful audacious clarity charged and iconic like just throw some of those words into yourself and into your business into your community and watch what happens that's what i'm gonna do that's exactly what i'm gonna do uh in a myriad of ways so uh hope you enjoyed this video if you liked it like it if you uh, think other people will like it, share it. If you have a comment, you know what to do. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. I'm gonna be here tomorrow, probably around the same time, late 30, uh, sharing my takeaways for day three. So um, next year, I want, I want, I want, uh, I want to come with you. So if you're interested in a ticket, if you're interested in getting connected with, uh, you know, Cardone Ventures, if you're interested in my services sales coaching marketing consulting podcast producing Uh, I'd love to help you out don't forget I'm here to help you that's why I I do this stuff so D Phil thanks for joining the Instagram this is Hamilton thanks for joining the Instagram thanks for uh, your support of me I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart this is Aaron Dunn. this is strong calm don't forget to uh, keep your calm strong and uh, you know 10x yourself If you, uh, oh, by the way, before you sign off, if you were a part of the, if you watched the event, I'd love to hear your takeaways. Don't forget to comment. Uh, Love to connect with you there. So anyway, keep your calm strong, my friends, and we'll see you tomorrow.